Every once in a while, a product comes along that changes everything, and that product is Aura. Aura is an easy-to-use app that includes everything families need to protect their identities, money, passwords, devices, and more. It's really easy to set up and has everything you need, so you don't have to download seven separate apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, ID theft, and transaction monitoring, and more. You get everything at one affordable price. What makes Aura different, you say? It's simple to set up. It protects against today's and tomorrow's threats, and with parental controls to let your kids explore the internet safely, filter harmful sites, apps, and manage screen time easily. Online safety for today's digital safety. It's tech that grows with you and your family. Browse safely, surf smartly. Aura comes packed with all the tools you need to protect you and your family from the online threats you can't see. Our listeners will get a 14-day free trial of Aura for individuals, couples, or their family by going to aura.com slash potential. That's Aura, spelled A-U-R-A, dot com slash potential. Once again, get your first 14-day free trial of Aura by going to aura.com slash potential. Protect what's important. Proactive protection for your assets, identity, family, and tech across every device. And remember, know your potential. in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my fellow co-host and jolly Santa House Helper, Chris Dewar. Today's episode, we're reviewing season two of The Santa Clauses. This is a Disney Plus series uh, and a continuation of the Santa Claus movies and season one of that Disney series. I'm very excited to get back into the series. I think, you know, especially the holiday season, it's great to have so much uh, holiday cheer and shows and movies to review. We were pretty excited to hear that they were having another season. Overall, we enjoyed the first season and we were excited to see what was going to happen with more of the lore and whatnot. But um, we're not going to get into too much uh, spoiler time, but we'll be talking a little bit of spoilers here. But uh, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Santa Claus season two. So with season two, you know, Scott is continuing to try to mentor his son, Cal, to be the next Santa Claus. And then his daughter is starting to come into her own powers, um, you know, Sandra, and trying to figure out that whole situation. And while the elves are doing their whole thing, and, you know, it's just like everything seems to be fine. But we have a new threat coming to town. Uh, we have... The Mad Santa, Magnus Antis, a rogue past Santa Claus who was imprisoned in a nutcracker who is released and wants to take over the North Pole. And, you know, I liked in season one, there was a whole episode where he it almost was like he went to like a Santa multiverse in a way where he saw a bunch of Santas from yeah. different, you know, places. And so the kind of continuing that into a storyline where now, oh, there is a a Santa from, you know, a more of a dangerous time in our history who is very set in his ways and his traditions and doesn't really understand modern 
you know, everything and is trying to take over the North Pole and wants, you know, wants the throne back, if you will, as Santa Claus. I will say hiring Eric Stone Street to play Magnus Antis was their best decision for the season. Eric Stone Street, you know, from Modern Family is his big, you know, he's been in tons of stuff now. I mean, he's been in tons of TV and movies, but that's his big role for Modern Family as, as Cam. He was great in this. First off, he has this really deep, growly voice the whole time. So he gets to play up some really big comedy chops, but he is like, you know, very, uh, he comes off very large and, and menacing. And I love the design of his suit compared to like, you know, our kind of classic Santa that, that Scott has. And I loved his. <laughs> so whereas our main Santa has elves, Magnus has a gnome. And yeah. that was hilarious because Olga has like this funny, like, you know, brow and she just gets to it's the character was so funny to me. And we have this whole character arc with good old comedian, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy. He owns this like kind of failing Santa shop. And, you know, clearly he's believed in Santa for a long time. They do a, a bit of a retcon moment with how he saw Santa when he was a kid. And he kind of helps Magnus to kind of figure out this life. And obviously it's like, hey, I have a Santa now. I can, you know, get all these people to come to my shop. So Scott has to kind of deal with all this going on. And I think the stuff with Magnus and all that kind of arc worked really well. And then there's other stuff that just doesn't really, it's like the show kind of gets into a interesting territory. Where like they don't want to be too dangerous. It's like, they think a lot of kids yeah. are watching this show, which I'm like, the people watching this show were fans of the original movie which are most likely mm-hmm. like our generation and older. I don't know how like kids are watching the Santa Clauses, you know, truly maybe yeah. some are with their families, you know, unless, unless they're going, I'm going back and watching it. But yeah, even like with them um, thinking back to like the first two, first three, there was a little bit, there was some good edge. And I think a lot of that was because of Tim Allen's mm-hmm. humor um, from home improvement and whatnot. So he always, he totes that line of being a little edgy and the innuendo and the good humor. But I mean, the first one you had like, the cops were after him. Second one, you're dealing with a, a mad toy Santa and a little bit more of that. And then the third one with Jack Frost, we really kind of delve into the magical lore. This one, I, I do appreciate what the series is doing, trying to connect as much as possible to the movies and trying to pull mm-hmm. like some of the stuff there. But it's almost like they're, you're right. They're trying to play it safe. And you know, one thing I do love, I love that one of his uh, his kids in the show is played by his real life daughter. I really like that actress. I love what they kind of do with her arc. What frustrates me is the, the you know, nothing against in person, but the guy who play how they play up his son is this kind of like, oh boy, you know, bimbo. He's like a male bimbo. He's just like such a doofus. And I don't know why they, they play it up too much. Like, why do you get to write? Uh, why can't they all be strong characters and just be like, he just says like oh, kind of an idiot. And they play this up and it's like, like, why? It's not fun. It was like, maybe it's funny for a second, but then too much. I think with the humor, the humor with it was better in the first season when they like, mm. you live in your North Pole the whole life, kind of like Elf. And then I have to understand human life. That's funny. But then they even made him more, more of an idiot. And that was like, come on. And so, yeah, we get this whole thing where finally, like, you know, it's, you know, Scott's like, oh, you know, I, I kind of retire. I don't, but I'm like. I want you to live your life 
And I don't know. I, I felt like they that that kind of that was more the 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 miss for me in the season. Well, majority of the humor for this season is because Cal has his girlfriend at the North Pole, and it's like you know <laughs> it's like teenage angst. It's like, oh, you know, does she really need to be here? Does she really need to be you know around? Um, you know, it's a it's a lot of dad humor for 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 Scott. Yeah, or even like you know he has his elves to deal with. His head elf Betty is going on this thing that's very much. It sounds like the thing that the Amish people do, where it's like they have to go live a year <laughs> in human life and like you know live it up. And she of course doesn't want to do any of that um, at all. And so Noel Noel is, is getting to you know. Oh my god, he's a great character. So he's great. very fun. Devin Bright plays him. Has to take over as head elf. And one of my other favorite elves is Gary. Um, who is the... <laughs> <laughs> see is the best like but yeah he's he's got such a good like this curmudgeon and, I, and he's got this little eye patch he's like the curm- and he looks like he's like like he looks like he's 12 and he's like okay Gary's gotta go do this again and he has the eye patch and just a great character Um, they don't really focus on many other elves I mean there's a couple other ones that are like kind of mainstays they also did a thing I, I, I hated it in the first season I hate it again this season they just break out in the musical numbers for no random reason, like these huge dance numbers. I, I was Which is weird because the movies never did that, no. really. It made sense, but yeah, this... <laughs> it's like someone someone worked on Glee and was like, hey, we should have some big musical numbers. Elves like to sing. And I was like, no, they don't. They yeah, like sure new elves toys. Do, but... Yeah. <laughs> Not our elves. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the, the whole gnome versus elves thing was fun there was a moment in the season where magnus antis like uses almost kind of like this cool like power to like like he throws a snowball with like power at scott and it kind of like injures him but like if a santa attacks another santa it also takes out some of his energy so like there's some cool stuff with that but as we might have mentioned the big flaw at the end of the season is like there's no like santa fight which i thought was such a great setup of like Scott's kind of brand of magic fighting off Magnus's. They don't do like a big fight. They basically talk it out. And I, I thought that was so weak and lame because I was like, he's fought other people in the in the movies. And it was like, I thought that had been a better thing to see um, because they do set up Magnus to be such a threat, like a goofy threat. Like he's not like, you know, going to kill him or anything, but like, this kind of goofy sense. And even like at one point he turns Cal into a nutcracker. And I was like, that would have been kind of cool if they had like, you know, he turns up a nutcracker and stuff. Another random cameo that I was like, I was just shocked. I mean, it was great to see um, Kevin Pollack back as Cupid for like one episode. Um, Although, you know, he looks much older now, but you know, that was kind of fun because they had that whole scene. And I think it's the, is it the second or third movie where they have like all the, the different kind of iconic characters. The first time that we have the magical, you know, characters, it's the second one. Okay. But we do have Cupid and we do have Sandman. So we have Sandman uh, there, but then the Easter bunny, we have Easter bunny comes in, but which is weird because the Easter bunny is looks different. It's played by a different actor. Well, it's Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Which was so weird. First off. Yeah. I guess Jane Thomas played him in the previous films. Must've been not available. Um, but you have, Tracy Morgan who's only in this for like one episode and that was such a weird arc too where like they did this whole thing where it's like oh we can use the Easter Bunny powers to try to like sneak up on him and they do this whole scene where Scott and Cal 
are like in this weird invisibility cloak kind of situation, but like they yeah. do, it, it looks like really weird. It's almost like if like the predator, army, it's like, pre- you, it's like yeah, predator, predator vision. like vision, <laughs> and like it doesn't work on Magnus. Like he totally can see them, but like it was such a weird like choice. Just the way that visually it looked, that was like this isn't like not great. And for that's the eyes. a flaw. I think that's a flaw with the show. What they could have done is Magnus is is attacking the magical figures so they have to do like the tooth fairy's job they have to do cupid like that would actually been kind of fun like each episode or kind of dealing with that like he's messing with mother nature he's messing with time you know and i think if they weren't going to do a like that kind of fight they could have like had it lead up to that so i think that was a missed opportunity for the season yeah so i mean like overall i wasn't like dying to get to the next episode again what really stayed for me was eric stone street and yeah the girl played um olga the the gnome um gary's hilarious Knowles hilarious um and i mean tim allen you know it's one of his iconic characters he has a few moments of great humor but like overall it just felt like a very safe season and i thought there was a lot yeah. of potential to kind of go bigger and bolder than the first season and where it leaves off i'm like we don't we don't need a third season i no. like like this, this can be done now. I I don't need any more Santa Clauses. Um, you know, do something new now. So, yeah, it was like a step forward in some ways, and then a huge step back from the first season. Um, I agree. Again, this could have been just Disney Plus. They want to be safe, but I'm gonna give season two of the Santa Clauses a seven out of ten. Yeah, same here. Um, I'd just rather go back maybe to the original trilogy, and like you said, just end it like that. But. Hey, you guys decide for yourself. You can check out seasons one and two, actually, of the Santa Claus streaming exclusively on Disney+. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, the Potential Podcast at Yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.